Machination log for May 10th, 2016. Hey everybody, this is David Paddock. You're about to hear the first two mic field test that I have done. I walked around the Las Vegas Strip for a handful of minutes with my brother Patrick and we uh, caught up on things. This is probably the most taxing environment I will ever put these mics in. So if they sound good here, they'll probably sound good anywhere. Enjoy. And it looks like it's going to me. Okay. Just, and then carefully put it back in your pocket without turning it off. <sighs> Machination log for whatever day it is. I don't know. What is it, May 10th, 11th? Do you have any idea what day it is? Today is Tuesday, May 10th, 2016. May 10th, 2016. I've got me, your hostess, David Paddock, and for the first time ever, Patrick Paddock. We're walking down one of the many inlets of the strip right now. We just got off the high roller, which Patrick has been on before, but he didn't tell me it sucked the first time. <laughs> it made me pay for it, so I guess he didn't care. <laughs> Patrick, who are you? Well, I'm your older brother, so... Yeah, yeah you, are the, you are the rogue child of the four, that's for sure. You're the one that... Uh, of the ones my friends have seen, probably you are the most unknown. Well, when I, as soon as I graduated high school, back in 2003, I decided to go off to college 1,200 miles away from home. So I was gone, left the roost at 18, yeah. and haven't really been back. That is for sure. And now you live in, of all places, Las Vegas, which is mildly ironic given what, you're, uh, given what you studied and were doing up till now. Uh, it was a strange turn of fate that you ended up over here. Although I guess we have grandparents here, so it kind of made some sense one way or another. Yes, indeed. Yes, huh. indeed. What do you do here? What do you do in this city? Uh, what Since do I, I don't think you gamble very much. No, not really. Here, let's just kind of step off the beaten path yeah, for fun. a second. Um, well, I did move out here to um, take a job at a church. Well, I... You don't so, even need to be that specific. Okay, well, I don't even have to be that specific. <laughs> but anyhow, whatever. Um, Patrick is between jobs. We are. So I'm between jobs. I also moved out here to help out the grandparents at a time when they needed an extra set of hands. But outside of that, I come down to the strip you know, once a couple times a week when I can, walk around, kind of people watch, lots of lights and colors. There's and, certainly a lot of people watching to do. Yes, it's, there's a lot of people watching. It, it seems like a weird coincidence that I'm now walking with you because this is the first time that we have spent any amount of time alone Absolutely. together Absolutely. in a long, long time. And I did the exact same thing with Nicole last year in this exact spot. I'm uh, not sure why this is where it happens. Who knows? Just one of those things. Um, I've had a number of friends that come through here, so I've done some a little bit of entertaining and uh, giving people uh, tours of the city. It's a lot of fun. It's just a different place. Vacationing here is one thing. Living here is something else. You just gotta talk loud. Okay, talk talk nice and loud. Do we need to cross the street here? No. Since okay. the flamingo's here, it's for the show is unless you want to go back oh, yeah, to the that's car. Right. So it's kind of wandering aimlessly unless you want to find a quieter spot inside They're, the casino. I don't know that I want to go inside the casino with a couple of lapel microphones. Okay. That might be kind of suspicious. That's part of the reason yes. I wanted to drop them off before we went. But um, Well, we do have time to go walk back across the street and put them yeah. in the car, so we can do that. Maybe. Ugh. 
So, machinists who have been listening for a while may know that um, the Paddock family is not exactly known for being overly familial. Uh, Patrick is sort of the exception, which makes it hugely ironic that we never see him of all people. But <laughs> I, like, I've been told that there are, there are like entire cadres of people that I am related to in Michigan that I have never seen that you were in contact with virtually all the time. Absolutely, there are. We've got there's there's I wouldn't say hundreds of them, but there's large large divisions of our family. Even right here in Las Vegas, we have a couple of cousins who live here with their spouses and their kids. Um, that is, that is so, like, I literally, I did not also, actually even know yeah, that. Yeah, they're also very well educated. One, uh, they're both, Kathy and um, Laura, they're both, they both have their doctorate degrees in their respective fields. One runs a couple of miracle ear, uh, a couple of miracle ear shops, hearing aids and such, and another one is an administrator with the school system. So. So. We don't see him that much. I've seen him a few times. Haven't seen him since I've lived here. Actually, I ran into several of them at a family reunion last summer at Michigan. And you like, oh man, that's so weird. Like, and for those of you, I mean, I, I kind of already alluded to it, but I almost never see Patrick either because <laughs> I don't tend to travel anywhere unless I've got a convention to go to. Like, I don't do standard vacation. I think this is actually the first vacation I've taken since I started my job that didn't have a meaningful structure for every day I was off. Yeah, well, I mean, it, the last time I was in Florida was about a, a little over a year ago, and then before that, with Blanca and myself, the tw twice, and then I kind of... Your out, significant other. My significant other, Blanca, my girlfriend, who's back in Michigan, yeah. and um, so before... So up until, oh, two years ago, it had been three years since I had been to Florida. So I hadn't seen you or Nicole in three years. Yeah. I mean, it's just... No, we, we didn't even necessarily grow apart. We just didn't run into it like it. is very, very noisy. <laughs> yes, I, it is. If these microphones are not up to the task, I'll return them. Since that's <laughs> half, the reason, half the reason I bought them so that I can do this in noisy environments. Yes. But no, I mean, I've been, you know, I moved out when I was 18, so it's not like I came home a few summers, then we bought a house, and I graduated college and got a job. And, yeah. But yeah, it, it was a three-year span that I did not go home to Florida. So several of the Florida relatives came up north, or we'd run into each other here in Las Vegas, visiting visiting the grandparents and whatnot, but... Yeah, I guess maybe that's where it, it becomes weird. We have, we have, like, our family has a handful of people that stayed basically where we started. We have my mom, my dad. Nicole moved back uh, by sheer coincidence, uh, if her story is to be believed. And then I, <laughs> I basically came back out of convenience, but, I mean, that's... So we, we have a little core group, and then, but I mean, I guess you're supposed to sort of branch out. I guess that's sort of 
<laughs> That's sort of a thing most families do yeah, to some kinda, extent. Kind of, you know. You're just then supposed the to roost. visit each other yes, once yes, once yes. you do that, which we didn't get that part down very much. Um, yeah, Nicole only came to Michigan once. Um, David, you and think, Jacob came up I a couple times. Did you I came up with mom and dad for my graduation. You came out for a ski trip three times. And then you came out really? for Sister Nancy's 50th. But that was with mom and dad. And Jacob, you never came up on your own. No. On your own will. I mean, Uncle Steve actually came through Michigan at one point for a few days. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I thought I had only been up in Michigan one time. No, three I'd times. Think three times. Yeah. Mom's come up a few times. Dad's come, come through town. But... Uh, yeah, I kind of decided to go explore a bit of the world, I guess. Nicole tried moving to, moving away, but that didn't work out to her benefit or advantage. Yeah, we'll see about that. That's <laughs> that's a weird... But now Jacob is in... Jacob came up Jacob. to Michigan last year, lived with me for six months, then, I, then we ended up out west. So I'm in Vegas, and he's in Southern California at the yeah, moment. He's in California. We'll have Jacob back on the podcast at some point here. we got to... <laughs> To make that work. We're standing in front of Caesar's Palace, which is a relatively quiet spot. Yes, in front yes. of, I guess it's relative, there's about 18 entrances to this place. Oh, Caesar's Palace is huge. They've added lots of, over the years, as they've added pieces to the building, towers, expanded the casino, the Colosseum. You can just walk and walk and walk and walk, and it just, it never ends. Yeah, for those of you who have not been on the strip. It's like being in any other metropolis, except that it is trying so much harder to be impressive. Like I've been in New York, and the buildings are all really tall. Don't get me wrong, but the way that the way that Las Vegas builds all its architecture is designed to be as imposing and lush and ridiculous as possible. And that's obvious no matter where you walk. Oh, ridiculous, definitely. Every time I come down here and walk the strip, and I never go the same way twice. You don't have inside. to. No, you don't have to. Um, like there's a resort called City Center, and it's it's absolutely huge. You know, how do they build such complex structures on on such little plot? What appears to be little plots of land? Well, they do it. Uh, some of these plots are pretty big. <laughs> I mean, the footprint, the footprint on Caesar's Palace between what? There's one tower, two towers. Is that also? That looks like it's also yeah, Caesars. Yeah, three, four, so there's like three. five, six towers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can't see them all from here because we're almost at ground, like we're only three stories up right now, which yeah, doesn't give us enough perspective <laughs> right next to another obscenely large building that doesn't look quite as obscene as it actually is. <laughs> Man, this place is silly. We're gonna, we're wandering around right now, waiting till 7.30 when the doors open to watch uh, Piff the Magic Dragon, which, some of you may be familiar from a variety of places. Have you been to any shows on the strip? Actually, recently I have. Since I've been here, we saw Celine Dion back in September. Um, Blanca and I went and saw the Blue Man Group, which was a great show at the Luxor, as well as Chris Angel. His sidekick was better than him. Um, <laughs> I guess that's kind of like Lance Burton. I came here five plus years ago. Him. Um, Jabberwockies was a cool little show at MGM, and then Rod Stewart a few weeks ago, and then uh, a show at the Wynn called Showstoppers, and the night that we went on a Wednesday night, just so happened I know the 
I know one of the conductors who was actually on stage that night conducting. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. I guess in case Patrick hadn't mentioned it, he is a uh, he is a music director du jour. He's worked with uh, schools and churches and that kind of stuff. You. You wrangle people between the ages of uh, 5 and 85. Yes, I do. To make them sing. And that's my job. Make them sing, make them pray, make them ring. Absolutely. Ugh. On your way on the... Uh, we don't even have booze with us. That's the other dumb, exciting thing about this strip is that the uh, as long as you're walking on the sidewalk, uh, you can just carry beer around with you. Yeah. Or harder liquors if uh, that's your thing. That's what people do. Walk around, drink beer, whatever. Do you whatever. ever do that? No, not not necessarily a beer. I'll walk around with a nice tea. I'm not big of a not big of a big on alcohol, but or down on down on Fremont Street, they get the really big. I don't know what you call them. The really big uh, drink. Fancy drink holders with mixed beverages or margaritas or whatever. Fremont Street. What yeah. have you. For those who don't know, it's the, uh, it's the second version of the strip. It uh, runs a little looser. A lot looser. It's not quite as, uh, on it's not quite as prissy. Yeah, a lot looser on a number of fronts. Yeah. Um, both in terms of the entertainment and the amount of clothing people may or may not choose to wear. Yeah. But so hey. yeah, that's the word. That's that's basically the place to go. Anyway, we've got uh, we've got a handful of minutes until yeah, we may as well make our way inside. Like I said, I don't think they'll appreciate me being wired up when we walk inside the casino. So. Uh, Patrick, uh, congratulations! Finally, uh, completing the nuclear family circle. For All right. Being on the machination log. Sounds great. Thank you. You didn't David. even know you were going to be wearing that microphone. You just—I assumed you were going to be wearing a shirt with a lapel on it, so I didn't even <laughs> have to ask about it. <laughs> well, it's amazing how things work out like that. All right. Good morning, everybody.